Hi, everyone. John Branning here, welcoming you to my podcast, This Week at the Trump Poems. This episode is for the week ending November 28th, 2020. I hope you all had a safe and enjoyable Thanksgiving, regardless of whatever imposition the pandemic guidelines posed on your method of celebration. My family and I had a good holiday, resulting in only two Trump poems for this week because I spent entirely too much time eating pie. So let's get started, shall we? First up this week came the news that Donald Trump pardoned General Michael Flynn, his disgraced national security advisor, who served the shortest term of anyone who ever held that post, lasting only 22 days until Trump requested his resignation over the furor caused by Flynn having lied to both the FBI and Vice President Mike Pence over communications with the then Russian ambassador to the U.S. You may recall that Flynn withdrew a guilty plea and secured new counsel, who just happened to be Sidney Powell, who had her own stunningly brief tenure as a member of Trump's legal team fighting to overturn the election results. The Department of Justice got involved as this dragged on, finally, even though Flynn's case was still under review under the direction of Judge Emmett Sullivan, Trump pulled the trigger on Flynn's pardon with the expectation that others involved with the Russia hoax are also in line for forgiveness. You may also remember that Flynn and his entire family posed for a 4th of July video earlier this year where they touted various QAnon slogans. Anyway, this introduction is taking much longer than the poem, which is called Flynn Credulous. Each year at Thanksgiving, I pardon some turkeys. This year, corn and cob. And then one other jerk. He's a fellow who lied about speaking with Russians, as well to the VP, about those discussions. When I fired Mike Flynn, I said he'd done wrong. I then later reversed with a dance in some song by proclaiming the actions that led to his firing were far from illegal, in fact, were inspiring. Despite the fact two separate times Flynn pled guilty, I felt that his righteousness could be rebuilt. He was mentioned at rallies I held where I said the deep state complex made him a real cause celebre. I tried hard to get the Department of Justice to drop Mike Flynn's case, this despite its robustness. That action was thwarted. A judge, name of Sullivan, stepped in and would not award Mike Flynn a mulligan. But now, with this pardon, that action's been thwarted. For keeping his mouth shut, Mike Flynn's been rewarded. I'll issue more pardons for those who protected me and do so in haste, since you've not re-elected me. As Trump continued his fruitless campaign to overturn the election results, making unfounded claims of massive fraud over several states without being able to provide any credible evidence, he did respond to a reporter's question by saying yes, he would vacate the White House in the event of the Electoral College awarding the presidency to Joe Biden. Of course, in the very next breath, he also said he felt that such an outcome would be a mistake, he would find it a very hard thing to concede, and then admonished the reporter who asked him the question, calling him a lightweight, and that he shouldn't have spoken to a president of the United States in such a way. So, here's a verse about Trump's intransigence in the face of a hard, cold reality, entitled Infinitely Loopy. 
I've agreed to the transition, still unwilling to concede. And I get a little testy when reporters interrupt. Though beloved by evangelicals, I won't wish Joe Godspeed. If he thinks the spotlight's now on him, he'll find he's been one-upped. While coronavirus rages through the country causing death, all my effort is directed at confounding and disputing the results of the election, which I'll fight till my last breath, while I use my pardon powers in a way that's prostituting. There are rumors I'll announce my 2024 campaign on the very day Joe Biden and his VP pick are sworn in. I will spend the next four years still using Twitter to complain. Every single day he's POTUS, Biden's side, I'll be a thorn in. If there's anything I can't stand, it's when someone says I'm losing, so I won't admit defeat, but claim that I was robbed of winning. If you thought these last four years brought you an agonizing bruising, well, I hate to burst your bubble, they were only the beginning. That wraps up the Thanksgiving week edition of the podcast. It seems the only events left on the Trump watch are whether his legal team will succeed in getting any of their unfounded claims in front of the Supreme Court, whether Trump will ever formally concede to Biden, which is customary, although not required, and of course, how many more people will die of COVID-19 since Trump appears to have lost any interest in responding to the accelerating path of the pandemic other than whining about how he deserves the credit for development of the various vaccines awaiting FDA approval. So I reckon that's what I'll be rhyming about for the next seven weeks. Hope you'll join me for those upcoming podcasts, as well as following along in real time as these Trump poems are posted online at thetrumppoems.com. In the meantime, thanks for joining me this week, and please continue to stay safe and healthy.